Good morning. Not having a cup of joe. But having a cup of mental distress from what I heard on the news recently. Because one thing I am convinced of, non absolutely persuaded about. No one has a corner on the market of truth. But the truth has a corner on you. And I. And sadly, so sadly, critical thought is obsolete. Something of fables and myths and superstition. To think that any of us would exercise any monicum of critical thought is fantastical, unheard of. And in most of your cases, particularly those of you who are in colleges and universities, even more so there, there is no critical thought, simply indoctrination and programming, being told how to think and what to think and what to believe. Whatever happened to critical thought, reasonable dissection of dispersed beliefs, perspectives, ideas in the arena of philosophical and ideological debate, whatever happened. to moderate thinking. Whatever happened to positions and convictions? Whatever happened to dogma and tradition? Sensational salacious, nefarious, conjuring of mischaracterizations of the principles of truth and the rule of law. Rule of law. You hear that a lot. What is it? Is it not the law you want or the law you hate? The rule of what law? Which law? Who decides what's right or what's wrong? And each generation faces this debate, do they not? Tolerance, what's that? Each of you, of us, has a responsibility to thought, to thought. That beautiful word, to think. What an idea. And to use critical thinking, tempered and buffered by passion and emotion, to deduce the facts and the truth as closely as can be discerned. 
in order to leverage enough motion for forward progression. To somehow suspend your animus, your bias and your prejudice. To seek and pursue what the truth is. And to determine relatively the sourcing of that pursuit. Who's speaking? Who wrote the book? Who was paid to give that poll, that study? Four out of five scientists, which scientists and who paid for that study? How do we look at the same facts and come up with a different conclusion? Because we each have our own bias. Can you seek the truth? Even if the truth is a hammer on your foot rather than a crown on your head. Can you, will you seek the truth? Even if that truth condemns you circumstantially. Can you seek the truth, embrace it, and declare it, even if that truth corrects you? But to be the impetulant child who simply wants to believe what he wants or she wants to believe, not for the sake of the truth, but for the sake of me, me, because you see it is all about me filling the void of the emptiness in your own mind and heart for what daddy did to you or mommy or the absence of your father and your mother your emotional damage or ill doctrination in your home and now you are released into a world to contaminate it, pollute it, and corrupt it with the place from which you were born. Unleashed to wreck political, social, ideological, and relational havoc on everything that is around your life. And then, by law of attraction, you will by nature gravitate and pull into the sphere of your orbit those that will reinforce that. Thus undermining your critical thinking entirely and happy to do so. Since when as a people as a species, have we become so consumed with all things relative to where and what we do with our sexual organs? Is everything seriously being measured by whether or not we agree 
with who our sexual partners are? Your entire life revolves around that? And you can't even go and eat at a place anymore if you know that that place doesn't support gay marriage. Are you kidding me? You can't even sit in a church or a synagogue or a mosque unless you know that those people support gay marriage. Is that the litmus test now? Gay marriage? Whether or not somebody believes in 2% of 360 million people in our population that lean towards proclivities of lesbianism and homosexuality? That 2% in some cases, as high as 4% of 350 or 360 million people determine the entire political spectrum that everything is first determined by that. And yet, weren't those same people preaching against, shouting against, and protesting against the litmus test of no one being able to run for office unless they said they believe in God, or no one being able to run for office unless they said they were pro-life, or no one being able to run for office unless they said they were Christian, What's going on in this country? What is this puritanical, evangelical fervor about sodomy and homosexuality and lesbianism? Where is this evangelical fervor coming from? Because I do recall a time when every message was almost about the end of the world the coming apocalypse. And now it's about the end of the world and the coming apocalypse of climate. They've just replaced the end. It used to be about going to heaven. Now it's about going to Mars. It used to be about the fear of God's judgment. Now it's the fear of the climate judgment. It used to be about treating people of all races with civility. Now it's about treating people of all sexual perversions or persuasions with civility. It used to be about hanging out the American flag with pride at your city square in your homes. Now it's only about hanging out a rainbow flag about gay pride in your city squares and homes. It used to be about raising a stable family. I'm flummoxed about all of this. Because I can't understand it. Now a woman is, what is a woman? Now the kids are being taught a woman isn't two breasts and a vagina. It's whatever thing wants to be determined by what it wants to identify itself as. How do you identify? You might look dark. It doesn't make you a person of color. You may identify as white. You may look white, but you may identify as an Indian. You may look like a male, but in your mind, you identify as a female. You may look like an American, but you identify as a Russian. Since when have we become so confused and uncertain. What has happened to you? 
as a people. And with all your technology, you never even look at people in the public anymore. You're less than human now. Put your phones away and look at your world. Use your eyes and look at a human and observe your environment. It is around you, organically breathing around you, but you're inebriated by technology, anesthetized by social media, and therefore no more human. You don't want to touch the world. You want to see it through a screen. You don't want to hear the world. You want to magnify it through earplugs. You are disconnected. And the technology that was meant to connect had created a greater chasm of disconnect. And more removed are you now from your own human biology. Substituted for inanimate, inorganic human technology. You want real food and not process, but you want processed humanity and not real. You are a quagmire and a contradiction, an oxymoron. A Pharisee, polished on the outside, but dead on the inside. Look, look at yourself. Wake up.